Episode 1 I've been happily owned by many cats in my life. Each and every one was special and unique. Each and every one also had at least one screw loose, and sometimes it was clear there were very few screws in place to begin with. Long ago I came to the conclusion that the only normal cat was also insane to some degree. This story is about such a cat. Of all the kitties I've known, he was special among the special. He had the biggest heart of any creature living, and as will be seen, adopted me and claimed me to a depth I didn't know existed. Sometimes I still think it was all a catnip-induced dream, but then I see the parallel scars running down my arm, and I know it was as real as the hairball you step in at 3 a.m. His name was Felix. Felix, his green eyes wide and focused, crouched down by my left ankle. I had a millisecond warning, then all fifteen pounds of chunky orange cat leapt up and were instantly snuggled on my left shoulder. It was his favorite trick, and to me, his most endearing. While resting on me, his purr was audible across the room. His paws extended, reaching over my shoulder, kneading. At such times he'd often rub his face into my collar, claiming me for his own. I loved it every single time. I just hoped he'd never do it before I got dressed, or at least put on my robe. Holding him with my left arm, I moved carefully to the nearest flat surface. Kitties have no concern about spilled drinks, unless it splashes upon them. Bending only my knees, I put the cup down, then held my lovable cat with both hands. I had things to do. The thick layer of orange cap fur all over my silk black blouse was not going to help. The weight on my shoulder relaxed, settled in. He was not going anywhere anytime soon. Bouncing him gently and patting his chunky kitty haunch with my right hand, I looked at the clock. If all the lights were green and I could find a parking space, I would have five minutes to spare. I held Felix for three then gently put him down on the couch. He dug his claws in my shoulder, all the way through, refusing to let go. His kittenish mew added several layers of guilt to my already unforgivable abandonment. Finally divesting myself of him and finding the lint remover. Trust me, no one can accuse me of having lint on my clothes. Cat hair was another story. I dashed out. All the lights were green, except for the last one which of course was the longest. I used the time to try and look as if I weren't celebrating Halloween. It finally turned, and of course there was no parking. I promised myself I would try to teach Felix the meaning of time, appointments, and punctuality. Somehow I suspected my efforts would be as fruitless as usual. Felix had come into my life the usual way a cat does unexpectedly and at a most inconvenient time. I had another cat then, an older gent named Earl Grey, a.k.a. Grey Baby, who had been Mama's boy since we met when he was five months old. I'd adopted both him and his brother, Darjeeling. Sadly, Darjeeling had gone into the great catnip dream not long after this, due to an inherited condition. In mutual grief, Earl Grey and I had bonded together deeply. The years passed full of canned tuna and cuddles and other kitty joys, and then he aged as cats do. I'd planned on him being my one and only, until one evening when I got a call. 
My friend Janelle had spoken several times about getting a cat to keep her company. I told her a myriad of stories about how Earl Grey was such an enrichment to my rather solitary life. Janelle worked double shifts, often six days in a row, and I asked her about this schedule with the new pet. A cat needs some company, after all. Her reply was that cats were independent animals. I laughed to myself. No one who says this has been truly owned by a cat. When they own you, cats are needy, dependent, demanding creatures, with elegant snobby panache, of course. At last, Janelle got her cat. I congratulated her and asked about him. Well, she replied, he's taking up a lot of my time.